This podcast has been brought to you by iSpice's Wig. Hi, everyone. I'm Gianni. And I'm Melanie. And we are your two hosts for our brand new podcast, Pop, Pop It, it like, like It's Hot. hot. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited that we're finally doing this. It's been a long time coming. We've been, we've been talking about doing this for, I think, about a year. And then we finally, like, yeah. are doing it. It's been quite a while, hasn't yeah, it? it has. Well, in this podcast, we'll be talking about all things pop culture, and we have a lot of things to talk about today. So a lot. I, I think we should get started because we have a lot to discuss. Yes. What's first on our list today, Melanie? Okay. Um, first, I think we should talk about, do you want to start talking about Usher first, or do you want to do? Yeah, let's, let's talk about Usher. Let's talk about Usher. <laughs> Recently, we found out, and I'm sure if you guys don't know, now you'll know, he will be headlining the Super Bowl um, next year. And I have some thoughts about that. Mm -hmm. I was imagining it was going to be somebody else um, because there were a lot of rumors about who it would be. Usher was definitely (laughs) not on my list. Um, I don't hate him, but I don't love him either. I'm trying to say that his music is good. Um, but I don't know if he's Super Bowl good. I guess we have to give him a little chance here. Um, but what do you think? I, I think that, hmm, I guess I think that he's not gonna, I guess my expectations are low. Um, but I want to hear what you have to say. So I feel like there is, I feel like I know the reason why they chose Usher. So if you didn't know, um, this Super Bowl is going to be in Las Vegas. He has a residency currently in Las Vegas. So what I think this is is a marketing strategy. So I feel like they're hyping. They want Usher to perform. So people, when they see him perform and then they like the performance, they're like, oh, my God, now I want to see Usher. Like a little throwback Mm R&B. Well, he has a residency at Las Vegas. So why don't you go to Las Vegas and see him there? You know, I feel like this is. So I feel like this is sort of a marketing strategy because basically everyone else that has a a residency currently in Las Vegas has already performed at the Super Bowl. Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, um, Adele has one right now. Right. Um, But like, obviously she's like an iconic singer, you know what I mean? But is it Super Bowl? No. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And this is funny because we were just together in Las Vegas last month, not too long ago, to celebrate your birthday. Um, and I did see, like, when we were in Caesar's Palace that Adele was having her residency there. Yeah. So I think you're onto something there. Yeah. I honestly, like, well, I mean, like, you know, me and you, we were basically, like, kids during while well, I think Usher was at his peak. Right. So I think, you know, me and you are, like, probably, like, uh, you know, not – my number one choice right but i think someone like probably like maybe in their 30s are probably like geeking it out being like oh my god i sure all this but you know i mean yeah. you never know maybe he'll deliver but yeah and that's why yeah. i think ultimately you know i'm just gonna give him a chance um there are songs that he has put out there that are very well known and that i do like um but ultimately i guess we'll just have to give him the benefit of the doubt and Maybe he'll slay. Maybe he'll slay. <laughs> it's funny because earlier you were talking about Katy Perry. And um, if you guys aren't on TikTok, 
her Harley and Hawaii, Harleys and Hawaii's, excuse me, meme is all over the place. And they're so funny. I like yeah. repost every which one and they're just so funny to me. And then I think uh, she caught on to the uh, trends and she did a performance in the bathroom, which I did not approve of. <laughs> I mean, it just, it was not a slay. It was not a slay. I don't know if you've seen it, but essentially she's like in this pretty blue dress and then uh-huh. there's like a whole orchestra like around her and they're in a bathroom of all places. Mm. I just think that that's funny. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I want to see it now. You yes. just told me this right now, so I I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Well, after this, we'll definitely show you the video. And I think next time we want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So what else do we have to talk about today? There's a lot more. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay. So I'll take the lead on this one. So you're not really familiar on the whole thing. You like you. Obviously, you've seen the news. that like, you know, they're basically kind of an item right now right but you but you told me earlier that you don't know much so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a little yes. i'm gonna skim through i don't have the exact dates but i could tell you the timeline of how things started hey so girl this is, that's all i need so this is like it's been going on for like a couple of months like subliminal subliminally <laughs> i know what you meant yeah so it's been it's been happening so here's how it went down so obviously earlier this year Taylor was in her era's tour, mm-hmm. iconic era's tour, and in one of her shows, um, Travis Kelsey went. You know, nothing wrong there. You know, um, and I guess he was asked, and I think it was one of his podcasts that he's with with his brother, who's also an NFL player, or he was like a guest at one of another podcast. So they asked him like oh we saw that you went to the taylor swift concert and he said yeah um but what really made the news um was because he was like i wanted to give her a bracelet but she can't talk after her show to save her voice for the next shows and they were like oh that's cute he's like yeah i put my number on it so i guess <laughs> trying to flirt and i was and then that's what made headlines they're like oh is travis kelsey trying to get with taylor swift Oh my god! You know, yeah. So I, I didn't realize that that's how they met. Well, that's not how they met, but that's oh. how it kind of started in the internet. Like, oh, Travis, kind like has a thing for Taylor. I see. I but see. you know, honestly, in my opinion, when I first heard that, I was like, okay, like you know, it's probably just like you know, he's just trying to get like a little bit of media attention because obviously Taylor was like a hot topic this year right you know in the eras and all that so he's probably just want to be like yo taylor like i like taylor you know what i mean <laughs> and then i was just like okay whatever so um here and there like in his interviews it like trickle it, there's like trickling around that like he likes taylor but he doesn't talk well i think what people like is that he doesn't talk about taylor and like kind of like in a how do i explain like in a he talks about her respectfully. I see. Like, that he shows interest, but he doesn't show... He shows it respectfully. He doesn't say, like, oh, yeah, Taylor's hot. Taylor's <laughs> hot. You know? Like, yeah. she, he's more like, you know... There was this one interview where they were playing... I think it was uh, that one game, Kiss, Marry, or Kill. Oh, and he said he yeah. would uh, marry Taylor. So it was like it was respectful. Like he he doesn't like disrespect or anything. So, you know, so it's it's been shown that like, you know, he 
kind of likes Taylor, but Taylor hasn't really said anything. Well, I guess because she's like, you know, well, like, I don't know. Anyways. Um. <laughs> I feel like Taylor is the kind of person that is like, she can be really like out there in public with her life. Yeah. But also she's very reserved at the same time. Exactly. And she's so good at doing that. Yeah, exactly. Like we really don't know. Right. We have all these theories, but we really don't know like what's really going on in her life. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's just like, uh, is she like, is she seeing all this or is she's probably just like, oh, it's just like, I don't know, just some guy trying to use my name for attention, you know, which yeah. honestly, that's what I was thinking at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this guy's probably just using Tyler's name to get attention or something, right. which, you know, I'm not like, a hater on that but like i don't know i was just like it kind of i kind of like i was like all right this is weird you know um but recently i don't know if you i'm pretty sure you've seen it because it was like all over like the internet and everything yeah um taylor swift was actually seen at one of his games yes. with his family with his family yeah she was like next to um travis's mother yeah her mother yeah like what like what like this is like now things are like okay so something's actually really yeah yeah for sure for sure you know and not only that but after the game they were seen walking out together and getting away in their getaway Mm, mm, mm. Mm. sounds like they're together if you ask me well this is exciting because i know taylor has been through a lot and i know she's had you know previous relationships i think she um broke up with joe alwyn was it this year who joe alwyn was her oh yeah i think it was like right ex. at the beginning of her of the heiress tour yeah so that's gonna it was like, suck yeah it was like right at the beginning i'm sure she was probably like heartbroken but then remember that she had like the kind of like fling with maddie healy right right yeah. in between um when she broke up with uh joe and then right before yeah. so, travis I, so do you think that was like PR or do you think they actually like were like a thing? You know, I think it was just like a fun like temporary fling. I yeah. think they tried it and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Honestly, I think it was PR. I mean, it could be too, you never know. Yeah. It's just so funny how much we actually don't know. Yeah. So we're just kind of forced to come up with all these theories right. about what really happened. Yeah, my op- I don't know. My opinion, I was like, mm. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh. It's a lot. Yeah. And then I heard something. I feel like I live in a bubble, but um, in regards to the Taylor and Travis situation, something about Travis's ex. Yeah. So it's actually re- it actually came out. I think like yesterday or a couple of days ago. Like, yeah, this pretty is recently. Pretty recent, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one of I'm gonna put I'm gonna do quotation marks. His ex. They call him his ex, but I'm saying his ex because <laughs> um. She's, she came out saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. So mm. the story behind that is that they dated in 2016, but they met in a reality in a dating reality reality show called Catching Kelsey. Oh, I see. So it's kind of like The Bachelor, and a, a group of girls are trying to, like, you know, win Kelsey's heart. So, and, you know, like, those kind of shows, like, you know, I – I like them. They're entertaining, but are they like, is it 100% real? Probably uh-huh. not. Yeah. So she came out in an air- interview just talking about how he wasn't really a faithful guy, all this stuff. And in my head, I was like, well, yeah, he was in a dating show. He was like probably kissing every girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you surprised? No. 
Um, but all this came out, and so she also later said that because of doing this interview, a lot of Swifties are giving her death threats, like um, telling her really mean things, and she's oh saying gosh. that the the um, fan base is just very toxic and very like mean, and Taylor should really do something about this, and blah blah blah. But then another contestant came out. Um, this I I saw this before we started. I haven't really looked into it, but you know I yeah. I could look into it in a bit. But another contestant came out that was with her during that show, and just said she's just a fat liar. Oh wow! Yeah, this is so interesting to me because I feel like there is so much going on under my nose. Like I said earlier, I feel like I'm just living in a bubble. Oh my gosh! But this is. This is kind of crazy. Yeah. And I feel like all of it is just happening so fast. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like what you're signing up for as a celebrity, which sucks. Yeah. Um, because it kind of affects you at an, every level. Um, but I did hear about this, um, these death threats. Um, but so in your like little question. So, you know, Taylor Swift, like she's known for writing songs about her ex yes and you know how strong the fan base is and they're like so they feel like they're so connected with taylor like remember when she came out with red's taylor version and the all too well 10 minute version came out yeah. basically bashing like she didn't fully say it was jake gyllenhaal but people can infer it was about jake gyllenhaal mm. and that during that time the fan base just went ham on him just do you remember i do remember this they were just going crazy on jake gyllenhaal so it was crazy yeah so do you like i don't know do you think if this like you know somehow this ends you know which i don't know hopefully not like she finds her person you know what i mean right do you think if this ends she's gonna end up like kind of subliminally saying what's going on and people are just gonna trash on him what do you think i really hope that that's not the case i really hope that this is gonna be a long lasting relationship one and i hope that her fan base kind of takes a chill pill yeah i mean i see the comments on twitter they are quite nasty and some of them they're quite sweet but i do think that there's something good here. Yeah. Um. It just needs time. Yeah. And the public needs to back off. Right. I feel like throughout all her career, she like they they became the stereotypical like she breaks up with the next. She writes a song about them. She breaks up with the next. Write right. a song. And I feel like it's. I feel like it. It must feel hard for her. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because like now she can't really date guys because you know they're probably like you know no because you're gonna write a song about me you're gonna do this right. and stuff but i feel like it it's also like kind of a big move of travis to like be like no i want to like get to know you you know what i mean he, and i feel like he should know like the risk he's taking be like based on like how huge taylor is you right know what i mean and he's pretty huge himself you know being an athlete yeah and he's I one think... of the well-known athletes too yeah yes that was my next point um he's very well known and i think that was kind of going back to her relationship with joel alwyn i think that's kind of why their relationship or rumors had it that that's kind of why they broke apart because he 
wanted out of that. He yeah. felt like he was too much in the spotlight and yeah. he didn't want that. Right. Right, right. So I think it's very interesting. I think you need someone when you are someone in the position of like Taylor and Travis to have a partner who is at that same level. Right, right, right. Um, because you guys will get it. You'll get each other. I feel like it makes for a healthier relationship because you guys can essentially relate to so many things on a certain level. Right, right, right. Well, I think that's enough about Taylor and Travis. Um, like I said, we have a lot of topics to talk about today. I think I wanted to uh, take this onto Pink Panthers' new single, Mosquitoes. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, I didn't hear all of it. Uh-huh. Um, I did hear a couple clips this morning. Right. And I was not a fan. I love okay. Pink Panthers. Uh-huh. Um, I especially love her collaboration with Ice Spice. Yeah. Boy's a liar. Yeah. Um, and I think she's a great artist. Mm-hmm. But I was not feeling this single. I okay. think maybe it just needs time to grow on me. But mm-hmm. I know she uses a lot of auto-tune, or at least from what I can gather and assume. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I just don't like when artists do that because I want to be able to hear their raw talent. Right. And I think that speaks more to an artist's like authenticity. Not saying that Pink Panthers isn't. She's a strong, independent woman with a lot of um, potential. And she's put out a lot of good work in the past couple years. Mm-hmm. But I guess, um, you know, you, you win some and you lose some. And I, I feel like Mosquito was definitely a loss. But uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard it yet. I have not. I'll play it for you after today, okay. but um, it just wasn't my favorite. And okay. I know this is kind of a point where she'll probably like learn from that and learn what, you know, sticks and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's such a, you know, new artist to the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like her and I'm looking forward to her upcoming work. Okay. Well, I haven't, re- I haven't heard her music really. Obviously the only song that i know from her is her feature in the ice spice song right or it was her song and ice spice featured in it right yeah it was pink panthers song and then she had um ice spice hop on the remix yeah exactly so that's the only song i really know from her but i see on tiktok that she um is growing so i was like okay yeah. good for her like you know i like her aesthetic like she reminds me of a brat doll she, she does she writes and i think it's really yeah. cute and i and i like the aesthetic and so i thought okay like you know i thought she was gonna be as big as ice spice at right. this point like because they came out together right so i honestly thought they were both like gonna be huge um in their own way right but obviously, Ice Spice right now, she's huge. Currently, one of the bigger um, new artists coming out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Pink, and I haven't heard much from Pink Panthers, um, but I've seen TikToks. I don't know if you um, if you've seen them come up in your for you page. I've actually seen TikToks of Pink Panthers doing like live performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've seen some of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're not my favorite. Yeah, unfortunately, like I. I think she needs some working on her live, like her live performance. You know, it's it looks like she's shy. You know, I mean, like who am I to talk? Like I would be right. shy too if I was like exactly starting up. But if you're coming up and coming, I think they should be doing like some training, like like you know what I mean, like what to do. It, it kind of looks like she's like improvising, like on the spot. Yeah. Even with the DJ, she like 
I remember there was one like the DJ was playing like the wrong song. She's like, no, that's not the song. <laughs> I think I remember that yeah. video on Twitter. <laughs> and then like during and during the performance, she was holding her purse. Like and she's like, I'm just gonna sing real quick. I'm gonna sing real quick and I'm about to go. I have to go. I have a plane to catch. You know? And it's just like and it's just like, why are you holding a bag while you're performing? No, you know what I mean? Right. It just it doesn't look it looks weird in my opinion, you know? I totally agree with you. And I think part of that has to do with their label. I know she signed to um, a label, I think, out in the UK. Okay. And I know, um, of course, Ice Spice signed into a label, to my knowledge, that's based here in the US. And I know their strategies are probably very different. Clearly, I think that's why even Ice Spice's rose to the top uh, of best new artists right now. I mean, I think that's kind of the label or the artist's label, excuse me pushing that specific artist to do, you know, a lot of um, interviews, more music, more collaborations. I mean, um, Ice Spice did a collaboration with Nikki. She did two. Um, I know one of them was Barbie World, and then the other was, um, oh, my gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, my gosh, what was the other, the other single? It's, like, bothering me now. Hold on. Oh, it was Princess Diana. Uh, it was yes. – um, uh, a remix. Uh-huh. Um, and I just think that her label has done a lot better job than Pink Panthers's label mm-hmm. to kind of push her to mm-hmm. where she needs to be. I feel like artists, um, especially with the use of social media now, get this like momentum. And yeah. I think that's the time that, you know, an artist should use and their label, of course, use that point to launch the artist even further. Like, you got to act on the momentum before it dies out. Right. I think that's kind of for other pop artists. For example, like Ava Max. I love her to death. I know we saw her in, in June. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Her label did not do that, and it kind of, like, backfired. Yeah. Like, she had that sweet cycle moment in 2018, but then mm-hmm. it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. And then she it, came out with music literally two years later, and, of course, that was during the pandemic. Right. So the world was on fire. It right. felt like felt like the whole world was ending but it's just interesting it's Mm -hmm. interesting how pop culture is and how um labels today kind of manage their artists some better than others yeah for sure for sure sure. um all right so moving on there was another topic that was kind of burning um on the top of my head here little tay oh my gosh there's so much to uncover i feel like you're invested in this story I i think i'm a lot more invested in this story compared to Taylor and Travis's story. Yeah. So, um, a couple of months ago, I think now, Little Tay Instagram, I think, was hacked. And they were basically saying that she was dead. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, of course, I'm How did you into feel? I, I felt so bad because, I mean, this girl's very young. Yeah. And I feel like she's just been nothing but exploited. Right. And we don't really know the true Little yeah. Tay. And when I saw that, I was kind of devastated. Like, I'm like, this has to be a joke. And thankfully it was. Yeah, it was. Um, a dub joke. I mean, it was, it was pretty aft. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Anyways, um, little Tay kind of came back to the scene um, with the music video. Uh-huh. She looks, of course, older because she's getting older. Um, mm-hmm. She has a whole different tune. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess we'll have to give her a chance, like Usher. Right. But I don't know. I wasn't a fan. And obviously, uh, I don't think 
I feel like it's like very poor taste. Yeah. That like, you know, I I believe the story that she was hacked and someone like faked her death yeah. without her knowledge or like you know, um. But with this music video coming out, I feel like it was definitely planned. Oh yeah. Which yes. I feel like is more messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, like a PR stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember she. I don't know if you saw, but, like, she claimed that it was her dad that made that post. And apparently, Mm. like, her dad and her mom has been, like, doing a custody battle. Like, the dad's trying to take custody um, from the mom because the mom is the one that's doing all this, um, basically exploiting the daughter. Yeah. He's claiming that it's all the mom, and he doesn't want that. Um, This has been going on for years, but I think right right now... Currently, the mom just has custody. Um, I don't think she has a very healthy relationship with the dad. But yeah, it just it's a sad situation. It so, really is. Do you? So I'm I'm so confused on this. So I don't know if you know. So they claim that her brother is also dead. Is that true or is that also a hoax? I'm pretty sure um, that that was a hoax as well. I'm pretty oh, sure they wow. were both found to be alive and and well um but it's just so interesting i feel like this whole situation because i feel like there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen if you will her parents included yeah and i feel like they both have a responsibility you know to be good parents and i mean of course i don't know the whole tea right right. i don't know what's really going on but there's a lot of exploitation especially towards little tay and i'm like that is just so messed up. She's just a little girl. Yeah. She didn't ask for any of that. Right. And yeah, all this is happening. It's almost like they're just forcing her to do all these things. And mm-hmm. she probably doesn't want to. Yeah. It's kind of sad. I don't it know. Is. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said earlier, she came out with this music video. I did not see the whole thing. Again, I saw clips um, earlier this morning as well. But <laughs> not a fan. Um, definitely, uh, I noticed autotune was used. Um, mm-hmm. And, but that's beside the point. Um, I just think that that entire family needs one giant therapy session. Yep. I think that's needed. Yeah. Because there's clearly um, a lot of love that's just not there. Mm. And it's just kind of sad. Um, I think um, it takes people with loving relationships, like, for example, our friendship. I feel mm. like sometimes I take that. For granted because i know that other people out there don't have that yeah and it's really sad yeah. um but i hope that things you know get to where they need to be uh-huh. and i hope that little tay in the end will be all right yep period period poo oh my gosh so there was another topic i really wanted to get into and this uh-huh. was um the new american horror story season oh yes yes yes, yes. so they casted kim kardashian and she plays a publicist Mm -hmm. alongside emma roberts and let me tell you i watched the both episodes that are currently on the air now i think um half of the season is going to be on pause because of that recent strike with the actors um but i think just this past week that strike was it was it was concluded um so We'll also, probably be seeing that. Speaking so. of the strike, once we're done, I want to mention something um, 
a little off topic, but the strike reminded me something. So. Oh, yes. But yes. continue. Yeah. So basically, I was just going to say that I loved Kim's acting. Um, I feel like since she's in the spotlight and they, um, she's probably grown up a, a, around tons of publicists. I feel like this was a really good role for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll be honest, I had low expectations for her acting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I really liked her performance in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. She really ate that up. Um, and of course, Emma Roberts is a series regular. Um, I love the American Horror Story franchise, but mm-hmm. you know, some of the seasons, especially some of the newer ones, they kind of sucked. I'm just going to be kind of blunt on that. Yeah. Um, definitely like American Horror Story Coven and Murder House are probably the best two. Okay. Oh, and Asylum. They were like literally the first three uh, seasons to yeah. ever My favorite, air. I think, were... Freak Show. Freak Show's good. Yeah, Freak Show was a good one. And there was one that I actually rewatched. Hotel. The hotel, hotel one. With Lady Gaga. Yeah, right? yeah. La- Lady Gaga, of course. She ate that up. Yeah, she did. She ate that up. I feel like that's kind of like the point I was trying to get at. I feel like these are the kind of people that, like, if you want to cast, get them a role that you know they would slay. Right. Like, Kim being a publicist, okay, that's great. It actually made sense, mm-hmm. and she ate that up. You know, Lady Gaga, yeah. she gives like that horror vibe. The horror villain. Yeah. I like I think they were trying to portray her as a villain, but honestly, I was like rooting for her the whole season. Yeah. Oh, she know? had the best character. Yeah, in the show. she did. She really did. Yeah. I love that. I love that season too. Yeah. I forgot about Hotel. I'm gonna have to probably like watch that now that spooky season is upon us. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then um this is kind of old news, but Emma Roberts had um like a transphobic situation with uh, one of the castmates, Angelica Ross. I think this was like a previous season that this took place. Basically, Emma said jokingly that um, Angelica is not a lady. Um, oh. So that caused some issues on social media. Um, I think Angelica, Angelica Ross, excuse me, took this to an Instagram live where she explained um, the situation that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, Emma did call her either that night or the, the morning after to call and apologize. So, mm-hmm. um, it seems that that situation was taken care of and things are okay now, quote unquote, but of course it's gotta leave, like, it's gotta leave a sour taste in Angelica's mouth, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, like, even if you apologize, it's still like, you said that in confidence so you know what i mean yeah and especially like in front of other cast members i can only imagine like how angelica would feel right exactly oh well going back um you said you were going to mention something because we were talking about american horror story and the um actors strike and you said that kind of turned a light bulb in your head yeah because i i forgot um i saw this recently and i and i thought it was so great not I was just like, wow, you know, like, mm-hmm. how do you feel? So, obviously, you know, there is a huge strike um, for writers and actors. Right. Uh, and because of this, because like, it lasted for, like, months, it seems like. Yes, it was a long time. Yeah. Um, there's now going to be, like, huge delays on, like, TV shows. Right. Uh, movies and all that. And I feel, and I think the, I think what was really getting, like, hit hard where like the daytime and the nighttime shows yeah like with jimmy fallon mm-hmm. and all those kind of late night shows or whatever so um what was nice at least was that the late night show hosts like 
um, they all kind of came together. I think it was Jimmy, the both Jimmys, um, Seth Meyers. They all came together and made like a mini, a temporary podcast um, with each other. And the profits were actually going to go towards their staff members. I did hear something about that. Yeah, so that like, yeah, I thought it was a a sweet gesture, you know, because like, you know, obviously, you know, it's out of their hands. And obviously these people need to make a living wage, you know. Of course. So I thought it was a nice gesture. So there's that hope, those hosts. But I don't know if you know, but Drew Drew Barrymore has her own daytime um, show. I don't know if you heard it, but I I don't watch it, but I've I've seen clips of it, which let me say it's kind of off topic. I'm gonna go off topic again. When you, I see her do her interviews with some people, it just seems so funny that, like, you know, in regular like interviews, you see them like kind of like a good distance mm-hmm. um, from the um, the guest, and they're talking, you know, whatever. Like, this looks like a more formal interview. Drew Barrymore goes on her crisscross applesauce and gets close with these people and like touchy. She gets up close and personal. She gets really up close and personal with those people. <laughs> so I don't know. I was like, maybe they. She know she talks to them at a personal level, so she feels more comfortable, like doing that with them. But because I saw that she was doing this to Brooke Shields, so I was like, maybe they're close friends and they like they're she's comfortable enough to do that. Mm. But I'm like, if that's their like, if they don't know each other like that, that's kind of weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. If they're just like strangers essentially. Yeah, yeah. And she's but over it's here weird. like. Oh my god <laughs> but that's not the point uh, sorry i keep going off topic here hey, but that's okay it's our podcast right but it turns out that drew barrymore actually told her staff like we're going back to work strike oh, really yeah during the strike we're, at, we're going back to work and this caused a huge um controversy because it's like drew like they're trying to like you know, they're on strike. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what I mean. They they're trying to like fight for a living wage. You know, trying to fight for their jobs. Right. And you're gonna make them work. And right. so she got a lot of crap for that. Oh, I would imagine. And oh gosh. And the jokes on her because if only she waited a week later, the strike would have ended. I mean, the strike have ended. But, oh wow! So it happened like literally a week before. Right, this was all over. Yeah, and if she just waited a week, you know, none of this would have happened. Right. But now she just ruined her reputation of just looking like a complete douchebag and making her workers work and while they're trying to be on strike. Yeah, it's definitely not a good look for Drew. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did not know about that. Yeah, it does. That just popped up in my head right now. Right when we were discussing when you mentioned strike i was like oh i love how one thing just leads to another yeah i just love our podcast i love that oh my gosh i think i hit all the specific topics that i wanted to discuss Mm -hmm. do you have anything um let me think i'm sure there's something oh i want to talk i want to hear your thoughts Mm -hmm. um this has been going on for a couple months and I know you're a huge Ariana Grande stan. Oh, my gosh. I know where this is going. So, I need to know, how do you feel about your new stepdad? <laughs> okay. Not good, to put it bluntly. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys know about this, 
I'm sure you do because this has been out for a couple of months. Um, Ariana and Dalton, um, they divorced and they got married on my birthday. So that I thought that was going to be like set in stone. But of course, you know, some people just fall out of love and they divorced to our surprise mm-hmm. in January. Nobody really knew. They were yeah. pretty good at keeping that on the low. Yeah. Um, but when you're a celebrity, you have that kind of power. I can get why you can get that past everybody's nose. So that's exactly what happened. And then, um, I think Ariana was then seen with Ethan Slater, who's, um, a Broadway actor, I believe. And And also their co, um, co-stars in the upcoming Wizards of Oz movie. Oh, in Wicked. And that's how they met. Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I can't wait to see that next year, by the way, that's off topic, but, (laughs) um, (laughs) I love Ariana Grande. She is literally like my number one diehard celebrity like fan. I love her music. She's a really good artist and she's very talented. Um, but then she was, you know, seen with Ethan Slater, who apparently was in a relationship at the time. Married. And he was married. With right. With a new son. With a newborn son. That's correct. And people were calling Ariana out for being a homewrecker. And Ethan for, of course, cheating. And both of them are getting bashed. Both of them are getting bashed. It's a really messy situation, but then mm-hmm. I feel like things have turned into crickets. Well, that's how it is at first. Yeah. But so when all of this started um, getting fired up and then the whole internet was going crazy, like, what, what, all this stuff, there was an insider scoop that um ariana was like you know what i'm just gonna give you space and just deal with your wife for now and so a lot of people were kind of bashing him saying like look at you you ruined your marriage you risked everything for like um every you risked your family and just for your mistress to just you know say (laughs) give me i'm gonna give you space i'm gonna give you space um so everyone thought that, you know, Ariana kind of basically was like, you know, mm, I don't think this is what I want, you know? Yeah. And they thought, you know, Ethan really risked his whole family and Ariana probably was just like, I just, I just want, I just wanted a fling, you know what yeah. I mean? But um, I think it was like last week they were spotted together at Disneyland. And I they did were, see that. Yeah. And they were being very affectionate. So Showing I- Showing some PDA. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just crazy to me, you know, um, how that whole situation came to be. Mm-hmm. Very wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Ariana, but, you know, this is truly like what happened. Um, I think things need to be fixed and corrected in the right way. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy to me. Like, I was like, is this even Ariana? Like, who is she? <laughs> not the sweetener, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not giving sweetener vibes. Um, no, but seriously, I just think that whole situation is bonkers. And it almost feels like, like I said earlier, we're hearing crickets about it now. Yeah. It feels like just the world was talking about it. And now we've kind of just like turned a blind eye and moved on from it. Yeah. But like you said, that's how it is. Do you think they'll slowly like go public on their relationship or do you think they're just gonna have to be private for now on that's a good question because i feel like ariana similar to what we were saying about taylor earlier she has that power to make things private 
Yeah. I, I have a feeling she's going to want to keep it private. I mean, she did a good job keeping her marriage private. Yeah, with Dalton. Yeah, and Dalton. I think they lasted, what, like three years? Is that right? Two Maybe? years. Or I two, think three years. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I feel like these these stories about celebrities nowadays, they're just crazy. And mm-hmm. there's just so much we don't really know. Yeah. So we're forced to, like I said earlier, kind of speculate and assume things and right. come up with all these theories, which some I feel like ought to end up being true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if that's really what happened here, like, it, that's really messed up. Yeah. Like, and you got to act like the grown up you are. You got to put your big pants on and, you know, handle it like a normal adult would. Mm-hmm. Because there's just so many things that is wrong with that specific situation yeah i want to know your thoughts about that though i was shocked yeah when i saw the headline because i was like no that has to be a meme i thought i honestly yeah. thought it was like a, yeah like me a too joke. So, uh, but then it started coming out more and more and i was like sponge like and then like he's known in the broadway community as like spongebob squarepants so i was like girl <laughs> girl no like I know, like, he's in bikini bottom. Yeah, like I know, I like I don't want to sound like mean, but she's so pretty, you know. She and is. then you look at him, and you're just like, yeah. I was kind of shocked that you know that's the kind of guy she went for. But I'm yeah. not. I should be clear. Like I'm not specifically talking about looks because right. of course there's more to a person than just their looks. But right. It was just very shocking. And and maybe it shouldn't be as shocking because she worked so closely with him. You know, right. for Wicked, they probably spent so much time together filming. Yeah. But here's the thing I also did not know. So the theater community, if you will, mm-hmm. it's the whole environment, I guess, is different. The way things work. So, you know, when we see... Um, like an average looking man, whatever. If he's in theater and he is straight, apparently <laughs> the girl red flag. Uh huh. <laughs> that and every and also that, but apparently he's a huge player. I guess like if he if he's straight and he's male and he's and he's in the play, every girl's gonna go after him. Every girl wants him. That's what I heard from a theater kid. So I think that's what's because like Ariana's a theater girl. Yeah, she is. She she she's a theater kid, and I think people don't realize that. And so I think she jumped. She has that mentality, like, oh, mm-hmm. he's in theater. Yeah, you know. So maybe that's also something we we should consider. Obviously, if it's wrong at the end of the day, but like when people are like, why him? Why him? Something that we should consider, like yeah. what her mentality was going through, even though it's wrong. But like, why him? <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's literally like the outlier. Yeah, <laughs> he's like clearly not the person that would kind of meet those standards. Yeah, in theater, I guess some yes, but some no. Yeah. So that's really interesting to me too, because I feel like on some level, the person that told you that was onto something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he does not like fit some of those stereotypes mm-hmm. and i feel like people want that mm-hmm. in a relationship they want people who don't fit that stereotype right it's almost like them become fixated on them the more they get to know them right so maybe that's 
what happened here? Yeah. You just can't help but wonder, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And with that, we're left with so many questions. Yep. But I think I'm satisfied and I think I've gotten a lot out of my chest today that I wanted to on this episode. Mm-hmm. Me too. It and was I great. Can't, and I think we should wrap it up here, but I am yeah. so excited for um, the episodes to come. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Yay! Woohoo! All right, guys, we're signing off. Hope you guys have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.